There are two elements, two crucial, often overlooked elements in healing from retroactive jealousy, in healing from jealousy, that I believe people don't talk about a lot. These are two things that are pretty simple to do, that anyone can do, that not a lot of people are doing when it comes to healing from jealousy, when it comes to healing from retroactive jealousy. In today's video, I'm going to share what these two often overlooked recipes for healing are. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, save their relationships, and enjoy happier, more peaceful lives. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. You can also click a link in the description to learn all about my various products and services. And if you get anything out of this video today, please take a minute to let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you subscribe to my channel. And while you're at it, leave a comment telling me what you think of this video, telling me what you think of my work, telling me anything really you want to tell me. So there are two elements that over the years I have learned, over the past eight plus years I've learned, really, really help when it comes to overcoming jealousy, when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy, which I don't see a lot of people taking advantage of, which I don't see a lot of people using. These two elements are number one, community, and number two, accountability. Number one, community. If you haven't stopped watching this video already and ran away in terror, that's great. I'm glad you're sticking around. The reason I say that is because people are often extremely embarrassed when it comes to struggling with an issue like retroactive jealousy, like obsessive jealousy. If it wasn't already clear, I get it. Back when I was dealing with this, I was extremely embarrassed. I was extremely secretive. I didn't want anyone to know that I was going through this. And so that resulted in literally years of suffering in silence. I knew that I was dealing with this. My girlfriend at the time knew that I was dealing with this, but pretty much no one else did. I was very alone, struggling in the dark with this issue. By the way, all those years ago, the internet was a complete wasteland when it came to the issue of retroactive jealousy. There was very, 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 very little information about this topic out there. There was basically no one really talking openly about it and putting their real name and face out there, attaching themselves to this issue. So it was a very lonely time to be struggling with this issue. And I want to emphasize that anyone watching this video in 2021 or in the years after, you're very lucky. And I'm not saying you're so lucky because <laughs> you're watching my, my stuff. I mean you're lucky because the internet has exploded with information and resources relating to retroactive jealousy. And there are communities out there. Communities where you can share your feelings, where you can ask for feedback, where you can give feedback, where you can share what's working and what's not. There's all kinds of resources available out there to you, which can be so helpful. How do I know this? Since 2014, I've hosted a private Facebook discussion group, a secret group on Facebook. You can't find it if you go looking for it. It's invite only with literally hundreds of retroactive jealousy survivors from around the world. I use the word survivor in this context rather than suffer for a very deliberate reason. I've been curious. I've poked around different uh, discussion groups when it comes to this issue. I've poked around you know, social media groups when it comes to retroactive jealousy. There's some great stuff out there. There's some people doing some really good work. But frankly, what I see in a lot of these groups is no accountability and complete victim mindsets. People spinning their wheels into the ground, into the dirt endlessly, rather than making real progress, rather than moving on from this issue, rather than getting themselves to a point where they're a bit of an authority on the issue of retroactive jealousy, they can help others who used to be in their position years ago. There's not a lot of mentors in a lot of these groups. There aren't a lot of people, it seems to me, offering a lot of constructive advice in many, not all, but many of these groups. And I am not interested in facilitating people with a victim mindset. 
If you sign up to work with me, if you sign up for my work, if you join my secret group, if you join my course, you're going to be held accountable. You're going to have people who will be very honest with you and you will feel inspired and motivated to grow, to move forward, to move past this horrible issue of retroactive jealousy because we all get it. Everyone in the group understands what you're going through. Many of us know what you need to do to heal. And if you're still talking about the same issues years and years and years and years later, you probably won't get as much sympathy, frankly, as you'd get in some of these other more victim-based groups. Please note, I don't mean to disparage anyone struggling with this issue. I get it. I struggled for years. It was absolute hell. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. However, when you're seeking out a community, all I would say is be mindful of the community you're seeking. Remember, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. This includes a lot of the people you're probably dealing with online, spending a lot of your day talking to. So be selective about seeking a community when it comes to this issue, but seek a community. Find some people who are actually making progress, who are actually putting in the work to beat this, who actually have actionable tips that can actually help you get to where you wanna go, rather than just complaining endlessly, complaining about modern women, complaining about the unfairness of the sexual marketplace, complaining about their sex life, et cetera, et cetera. You probably know what I'm getting at here. Don't surround yourself with victims. The second element I wanted to talk about is very connected to the first. The second element is what I mentioned a minute ago, accountability. So again, if you find a community of people and you're working toward any sort of shared goal, be sure that you're being held accountable and be sure that you're holding others accountable to some extent. I'm not talking about being mean. I'm not talking about blaming people for their problems. I'm talking about focusing on taking action focusing on taking ownership of the problem rather than projecting it on other people, realizing that you are your own salvation when it comes to this and any issue in life because no one can do the work for you. So find people who feel the same, people who won't be afraid sometimes to tell you what you may not want to hear. If you wanna make millions and millions and millions of dollars, if you wanna get massive YouTube followings, you know, a great way to do that is to keep telling your audience what they want to hear, to keep churning out red meat, to never sort of upset the apple cart, never say anything or offer a thought that might disturb their preconceived notions about the world. I'm a little different. I feel a tremendous responsibility to be really blunt and honest with my audience, to be blunt and honest with my coaching clients because I've been doing this for too long. I know what works and what doesn't. It doesn't serve anyone if I'm lying to you. If I'm lying to you right now in this video, how is that gonna help you? And how is that gonna help me grow my audience and expand my influence? It's not gonna help anyone. So when you're seeking out a community, be sure to seek out people who are gonna hold you accountable, people who are not just gonna stroke your ego or tell you what you wanna hear. A mentor of mine says, you know, hang out with your heroes. Seek them and then hang out with them. And you can find heroes in everyday life, frankly. You can find people you can really look up to, people who have their act together, people who are where you want to get to eventually, and do your best to, to seek them out and spend some time with them. Ask them questions, offer value in return. Above all, don't merely suffer in silence for years on end like I did when it comes to this issue. If you're interested, there are all kinds of resources available to you. You can join my group, you can join someone else's group. Whatever you do, don't overlook the importance of community and accountability when it comes to healing from this issue of retroactive jealousy. I see a lot of people doing it, and over the years I've learned firsthand how incredibly liberating and beneficial it can be to seek out a community that will hold you accountable when it comes to this issue. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel, 
at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.